everybody. Welcome back to Inspired Action Life Podcast. I'm your host, Karen Baldridge, and welcome to 2023. I hope that things are really starting out with a bang for you. And I know that they have been for me over here, which is why I thought I would hop on here for hopefully what will be a mini episode, but somewhat impactful, um, just some mental ramblings and observations that I've had about the journey so far, um, just this, you know, not even a full month into 2023 and some aha moments and things like this, revelations that I thought I would share because, again, I know that anyone who listens to this podcast, if even if it's just by complete happenstance um, that you stumble upon this, it's usually because you're on somewhat of a similar journey as me or maybe just starting it and I might just be creeping out a couple steps ahead and you want to see how things play out. And I understand that because that's how I chose podcasts to listen to. I loved, loved, loved uh, listening to podcasts of people who are just kind of regular um, not like major influencers or major um, players in the um, podcast world or whatever. Those were great too. Those were great too, totally, for great motivation and, and some of a roadmap. But I found that I was more profoundly impacted by people who were quote unquote same as me. You know, just everyday people who are really trying to up-level their lives and don't always know the clear-cut path forward, but have a couple hopes and dreams and and just some confusion over how to make those a reality and how to kind of step into that next version of maybe their career, their life, their relationships, um, any aspirations that they have. And just really kind of want to know that it's possible. So for me, it always was so much more resonating when a regular person was able to pull off what I thought was kind of incredible. So the thing that I really wanted to stress today is this. So many different influences have found their way to me, even within the last, I don't even know, like month and a half. I have been doing this kind of um, self-assessment and personal development journey and career development for the last five years. And every, I don't know, every now and again, there's something that just comes up, pops up for me front and center that even if I may have heard this same information, let's say a year ago, that version of me a year ago wasn't ready to receive it in the way that this new version of me is ready to receive it. So even as much as like three months ago, I couldn't have received some of these messages or information, new information, even though it wasn't technically new. You know what I'm saying? Like I have heard this stuff before, but it hits me differently now than it would have even like three months ago. So, um, so interesting. But the, the overarching idea on this is 
that for new things to develop in your life, new goals, new careers, new aspirations, um, new health and wellness um, objectives you might have, they are not going to come from the old you. So let me say that again. The old you, let me say it a different way. The old you is never going to get the results that the new you wants and could possibly achieve. So you can't expect these grand new sweeping changes in your life if you still bring that same old programming from your past into today and think like, okay, this time it's going to work just by pure chance or just by, you know, hard work alone. And I know for some of you that might sound counterintuitive because you're like, work, 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 grind, grind, grind. And I'm with you on that. Absolutely. There has to be a grind and things aren't just served up to you while you sit on your couch. There has to be some hustle somewhere. There has to be some up-leveling in lots of areas. You have to do the work. No question, you have to do the work. However, similar to, let's say, let me do it in a word picture like this. Say a car. Say you have an old car and you have been, you know, dragging your feet, not wanting to sell it, but finally you said, okay, I'm going to part with this car, but it's super old. And so you decide the best way forward with that is to change all the stuff on the outside, make sure she's all spit shined and ready to go and that she's vacuumed and, and you've squeegeed the windows and got them all shined up and everything cosmetically looks good and looks ready to go. However, you didn't look under the hood and you didn't bother changing anything under that hood. Now, when you go to sell it, is it fair to say that it's a a newly refurbished car and that everything is, you know, ready to go turnkey and, and you can have this gem? No, because the same wiring and programming is all still the same and has not been upgraded. So that car is never going to be able to go 80 on the highway like some other newer cars because your car is old and you have not upgraded the functionality of that car. Whether it's worked on the engine, the transmission, got better tires, got all the alignment ready, um, all the different parts. I don't know. I'm not a mechanic. I'm just saying (laughs) maybe it's not the perfect example, but the idea is the same. What's under the hood is what gives you the go power, the, the, you know, the results and can get you safely from point A to B. But if you have not upgraded that programming and all of the pieces and parts that are under that hood, the rest of it is just window dressing. It's not going to get you any further than it already has because you had problems with the programming and that's why you were only able to get up to a certain level with this car. The same would go with you. Again, nothing, 
know, that's not a big revelation, right? A lot of us have heard that version. And I have certainly heard being in this space, not only doing personal development myself, but now coaching this in a mindset setting for corporate and for just everyday people and groups. You know, it's, it just has hit differently these past two months about that really going hard at the reprogramming piece and why I believed that just my knowledge gathering and all of my obsession with this topic and, oh, well, let me research and listen to a podcast on this topic. Because again, you've probably heard me say I segment my life in like these three buckets. There's the health and wellness. There's like the professional bucket. And for me, that would be mindset and coaching and leadership and that kind of thing. And then there's the spirituality piece of it. Because there's always a spiritual component component to everything that you do. So that for me was just easy to jump from bucket to bucket. But for whatever reason, I think I just was ready to decide that I literally needed to take that more serious <laughs> to reprogram the whole network of thoughts of how I think and how I see the world and how I see goals. Because I would find myself, even over these last six months, because my life, as you have heard me mention, has been absolutely chaotic. Complete chaos that I was not expecting to deal with really just pumped the brakes on any momentum that I had in my own personal life because I was busy manning someone else's life for them. And I didn't want it to be that way, but that's what was in store for me. So it really sort of put the brakes on everything that I personally and career-wise was doing. And I kind of had to put uh, you know, a halt on that. But I think, as we all know, nothing just happens. And that was definitely for a reason, because eventually what came to light after I was feeling so stuck and frozen and frustrated that these last six months have just been ugh, like a stall, you know, and I, I was sick of it. I was sick of stalling. I was in full action mode before and then I just got cold water thrown in my face. So, so anyway, um, I really needed that time to regather. And it turns out that the direction that I was going full bore on, secretly, 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 in my innermost self, I really wasn't that like in alignment with my business plan. Even though I thought I was because I think I was just happy that I had a business plan. And I thought that was an accomplishment in and of itself because I've sort of just been doing things by feel and by just inspiration and kind of leaning into, okay, well, what's the next right move? What's the next right move? And as it turns out, the plan that I had really wasn't that efficient and wasn't um, it just, ew, it felt heavy. It felt like a lot of work. And when you're doing something and creating a business and taking all these other risks, don't you at least want to have a business that you love and you feel like excited about doing? 
Um, and you, even the details are the stuff that other people might think is a grind. You're still like, yes, this is just so awesome. You know, it feels good. So why would I go to all this trouble and create a business that I don't absolutely love? And then not even have it go exactly as I wanted it to go anyway. So it was just sort of weird the things that our old self can talk us into um, settling for, you know, and to just go with it. Oh, just grind it out. Just, you know, grind through it and and go with it because it's better. You got to have something. You got to do something. So that I think that had this whole catastrophe not played out, I think that I may have ended up in the wrong exact lane that I wanted to be. Anyway, I mean, I wasn't supposed to be there and had, you know, God, the universe not thrown this boulder in my path, I may not have diverted. So as they always say, life works for you and it doesn't happen to you. It happens for you. And in this case, much to my surprise, it did happen for me. However, here's the quandary. The next level and the next idea and revised plan <laughs> that my business was going was going to require something greater than what I was. Do you know what I mean? The, the vision was bigger and more expansive than what my former smaller vision was. I was playing very local, playing very small. Um, And I don't mean that's small as in other people who have a business like this were playing small. I'm just saying for me, I think that it felt too um, laborious to me where I was... I was meant to do something on a different plane. Like I I was meant to kind of um, make this plan a little more uh, bigger, overarching than what I was doing. I was getting too localized on what I thought my plan was. But the point of the matter is, is I wasn't at the time when the first idea of this new version of my business came to me, I wasn't ready for it because it sounded scary. It sounded impossible. It sounded, what in the heck? How am I supposed to pull this off when I couldn't even pull the other thing completely off? I mean, how crazy is that? And and as much as I kept trying to run away from it, it kept repeating itself, kept jumping in front of me. You got to do this. So it required things of me that I wasn't formally willing to give. I'm just going to say it. It required bigger thinking, putting myself out there in a bigger, more vulnerable way than I want to. Um, Because then, you know, we're always guarding ourselves for the embarrassment and the humiliation if it doesn't work out, right? (laughs) Don't we all do that? We hate to fail in public. It's one thing to fail, but to fail in public is the worst. And the biggest leap of faith is that I have to spend a fairly sizable chunk of money that my business has not made yet. Ah, anyone relate to that? (laughs) Anyone in a marriage or a 
partnership or whatever the situation is where there's some accountability for financials to another person and you have to get them on board and talk them into making a strategic investment with you and with your idea and just pray that they don't give major pushback. So yeah, that has been the struggle where I'm at. Um, I've really had to, I've been dragging my feet on the major financial investment part because first of all, I'm kind of proud and I want to be able to do this on my own. And I want to say, oh, well, I financially, you know, did this or I was able to manage this. But also because I knew that I would get pushback. And in this particular case, it is my husband because he's kind of having to ride this ride with me. I put him on the roller coaster with me, whether he liked it or not. And he has given me grief (laughs) along the way. And some of you know him and would not be remotely surprised to find that out. Um, and some of you don't, but yeah, I mean, he's had to be like, what is your plan? What is your plan? And holding me accountable, um, which was great, but I had to have a rewiring of the circuits within me to say, I have to sometimes leap without a safety net. I just had to talk him into the reasons why. I had to jump into the abyss because there's only so much knowledge in this next version of the business plan that I have. I have got to fill in those knowledge gaps and I've got to create opportunities to be in the midst of people who are playing at this same level that I'm trying to get to um, so that I can glean knowledge from them. Um, have strategic collaborators along the way with this because my my version of the next part of this business with uh, corporate retreats, leadership retreats, and masterminds, my own mastermind, and formulating, helping others formulate a mastermind for to make them as experts in their space. Um, it hasn't, all the details haven't been ironed out. So it requires another version of um, courage that I haven't yet tapped into because I try very much to not make it hurt so much when I make these moves in business and try to make it be a little invisible to not only my husband, but so that I can sleep at night and have not have like panic attacks <laughs> over what the heck am I jumping into. But um, I've really had to challenge this, this next level of myself and do some very intentional work on being able to spend that money to get into another mastermind group of my own for people to mentor me because they're several steps ahead of me. And for me, that seems like I had been in one, but it was only a short one. And this next one that I'm in will be a longer commitment and a lot more money again, that I have not made yet. Yikes. So um, I really had to become a different person. So I've done a lot of work. So what did I do? Well, I've actually done a lot of work um, 
really focusing and getting better about discipline and routine. I talked about that in my last one. Not only health and wellness and just overall structure, add some more structure in my life um, because sometimes I can be a little fast and loose with the structure um, and let it be fluid as opposed to more formulated. It really does need to be formulated. And I do technically have that side of me. I have a very type A side to me, um, OCD-ish on some level when it comes to when I'm in, I'm all in. Like I, I am dedicating every minute, you know, down to the minute of what my plans are, you know, etc. <laughs> but um, I really, really had to not only formulate an intentional schedule in my life, but I also have been very intentionally one of that part of that schedule, not only health and wellness, but meditation and really focus on clarity around this bigger goal that scares the crap out of me. Um, Again, could be a big fail. I could be on here next year and go, yep, that failed too. And I might, I might be saying that to you. I don't know. Um, But something tells me I won't. I don't know why. It's just a very forceful gut instinct. And sometimes we have to rely on gut instincts to get us around, but also to really not be terrified and about spending this money on another mastermind and just knowing and hoping upon hope and believing upon belief that there will be a return on my big investment and planning on it. Not just hoping, but really the new me plans on it, doesn't hope. So that's another change. It's planning on success and not hoping for success. Do you see how that's a different energy? Knowing that you will succeed. You cannot take on stuff like this and kind of half-ass it, so to speak. Sorry, my word. Um, but to do that and just, oh, fingers crossed, I, I succeed at this and I hope I don't lose all my money. What kind of energy is that? I've really, really had to focus and work on living boldly and walking boldly in the plan and sticking to the plan and believing in the plan and just go forward with courage and belief that it is a thing and just rewiring my brain to not panic, not freak out, not um, doubt, not believe in the failure of it, but believe that every idea that comes down to me from like a heavenly download, that it is meant for me and walk in that truth as opposed to fingers crossed. And I think a little bit, I was still fingers crossed the old version of me, even though I was in the personal development space and I knew how important believing first was, and then you would see the results. And I knew that. I knew that on paper. I knew that intellectually. I know all of it. But until it gets in you, it does not become transformational until it is inside you. It has to be embedded inside you to really walk that truth. So the new version of me is up for the challenge. But even two months ago version of me was not. So you see, I couldn't bring the old programming into this new space and expect to succeed because clearly it wouldn't have.
And it just wasn't ready for this new level of commitment. And so anyway, these are lots of business owners have these ramblings that go on in their head. And most of them aren't on a podcast sharing that. And the only reason that I am is because I found solace with other people who shared their journey, even when they weren't a major influencer. I found so much peace in their journey because if they were doing it, they shared how they did it. And I got tips and ideas and inspiration and belief from watching them do their thing. So I'm hoping that the right people who need this right encouragement will hear this. (laughs) Um, In fact, I am going to, that's one of the commitments, not only in the corporate space, but I so truly believe in helping other people out, um, women specifically who are trying to make changes and want to feel like they're not alone in this space, whether they're trying to make life changes, uh, career changes, or health and fitness changes, whatever it is that something is bugging the absolute crap out of you with your life and you just don't know what it is. It's like you're stuck and you're going, am I going to wake up when I'm 70 and I'm doing the same exact thing today? And if I am, how do I feel about that? Because many will be fine with that. And I get that. That's perfect. For whatever reason, I wish I could be that. I guess I'm just not. And I don't know why, but anywho, I have this drive in me to complete something else and to make something else happen and to, um, to have, I don't know. I just, I just have, uh, motivation and goals that I want to meet intrinsically. It's in me and I, I just have to do it. And I will be nothing but regretful if I let 10 more years go by and I still haven't done anything to see if I could make it come to life because I'm a creative by heart. So nothing is more joyful than bringing your creation to life, right? So um, that's probably part of it. So if any of you are like this and ready to make changes, I really kind of want a, a group, what I'm trying to do, and I'll be putting out information slowly, is pull the group together. I would like for it to start in spring of, I only want about 10 to 15 people like-minded travelers of who of people who are ready they are seeking answers but just don't know don't have the time don't have the inclination of where to even start and bring this group of people together for my own mastermind <laughs> so that I can kind of tell you exactly the roadmap that it was and some super helpful information that I can bounce off of you and you can bounce some of your insights off of each other and me because we're kind of in this together. I'm traveling the road too. I just might have gotten out of the starting gate before some of you, but I'm willing. I'm motivated. I'm excited to talk about it, Um, especially people who are looking to change their careers because that really speaks to my heart because that's what all of this mania has been about. I really want to change my career. And that takes some freaking guts (laughs) because, you know, it's hard to get like hired in the workplace, you know, if you're not 25, right? So um, it just seems like, oh, this is going to be a slog trying to have somebody hire me or whatever. So making my own way. 
um, making my own path and seeing what happens come what may. But I just needed to make sure I acted on it and tried so I could at least look myself in the mirror and say, I tried. So if there's anybody else out there, I've got a full list of people who are, I would call them strategic alliances, people who are even ahead of me in this game to bring in as motivators and speakers and Q&A sessions um, because all of them are from different walks of life in terms of businesses and they've upgraded relationships and they've um, just kind of found their their peace and they moved to another country in some cases and moved made big moves in their um, their health and fitness. I have got a whole range of collaborators that you could just be so motivated by their stories. So I've got a whole thing organized and would love to have a kickoff retreat, like a couple day mastermind kickoff, and then have the program last for like three months. And let's just get the ship turned around and get you pointed in the right direction. And we can all do it together. So anyway, stay tuned for that. I'm excited, but I hope this spoke to you that the old self can't come into this new space if you want something to change. You've got to change. You have to, you have to, you have to, or you will never receive the change you desire. So, all right. Thank you all for listening. Um, Big hopes and dreams for 2023 for all of you. And please get in touch with me if this sounds like something that you will be ready for in late spring, probably early May, so we can kick this off. Thank you so much, everybody. Take care.